0: No. 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 streaming. Now streaming on Not The Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to episode 131 of Not The Podcast You Deserve. This is our now streaming episode. We talk about stuff that we've been watching, but first, we get to some of the news of the week. Uh, I was trying to, I was hoping I could be the one to tell you guys this. Uh, But I know that our number one listener, Dale, has already spoiled it for at least one person on here. Uh, Crawford, did you see who was named the new co-chairman of DC Studios this week?
1: Is it The Rock? Because it should be The Rock.
0: It probably should be The Rock. James Gunn was Mm -hmm. declared the Kevin Feige of DC Studios, which note that DC Studios was not even a thing until they... Made him co-chairman with somebody named Peter Safran, and I looked up his credits, and he's been a producer for a lot of Warner Brothers stuff, most of their DC Extended Universe movies to this point, and also a bunch of horror movie stuff. So I think he's tight with James Wan, probably, if I had to guess. Oh, he did I Want You Back as well, Uh, Drew Allen, which I think was one that you watched and really liked. Um, Also The Nun, Aquaman, Shazam, stuff like that. So DC found its Kevin Feige and it was a guy that was mentored by Kevin Feige and cut his teeth in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Should be fun to see how that goes. And then this week was also Ryan Reynolds' birthday and (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes came out with um, all of the Ryan Reynolds movies ranked from best to worst. And I wanted you guys, wanted to give you guys a, a minute here. What is the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes, critics' view of Ryan Reynolds, of his career. Anybody. Mm, buried. Buried's actually in his third highest
2: rated. Okay. Paperboy? Is it like, like mm. one of those indie
0: comedy ones? Paperboy like like, was lower a, than I thought it would be.
2: Or like Adventureland or
1: something like that?
0: Guys, yeah, this is, this is just wild to me. His number one rated film on Rotten Tomatoes is Mississippi Grind, oh, which okay. is... Yeah. It's fine. It's him and Ben Mahendelson, and it's a fine movie. It's only got a 55% fan vote. Number two is Adventureland at 88%. Oh, his top one is 91%, by the way, Mississippi Grind. Then Adventureland at 88%, then Buried at 87%, Deadpool at 85%, Deadpool 2 at 84%, Free Guy, and then, you know, kind of the rest of the Ryan Reynolds movies. Um, the thing that bothered me the most was that Adam Project only had a 67% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And that is the best movie of 2022 so far. so we need to get our act together as a society <laughs> and start ranking that appropriately. The uh, proposal, the proposal only at 45 percent. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. That was made yeah. Just Friends at 42 yeah, percent. What are we doing? That's,
1: that's upsetting for me because I think Just Friends is actually a fantastic movie.
0: And Smoke and Aces, 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Do the critics not enjoy fun and great movies? Because that's what this is telling me. And I didn't, I mean, I think I always knew that, but I never had any like concrete evidence until they told me that Smoke and Aces and Waiting are two of Ryan Reynolds' worst movies. Um, Where's Green is, Lantern? Um, about where you'd think. It's in the mid-40s, I want to say. Um, They're saying but, that
1: Smoke and Aces was worse than Green Lantern?
0: Yeah. National Lampoon? Van Wilder, eighteen Van percent, Wilder. and then an R.I.P.D. at twelve percent. I think it's the lowest Makes rated sense. one. Yeah, yeah. Don't love, don't love that. Um, so Where's yeah, that's.
1: About, what about X Men Origins? Is that? Yeah, that's ah. very low as well.
0: That is very. So was Blade Trinity, which <gasps> it just goes to show. No, the, the Rotten Tomato score is dumb. The critics view is dumb, uh, and maybe hang on to the fact that I just said that for our next episode when I ranked a bunch of horror movies solely based on their Rotten Tomato score. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, one note I saw this week, more than 9 million people tuned into the season finale of House of the Dragon, which is HBO's biggest finale night for one of its series since the conclusion of Game of Thrones back in 2019. So Game of Thrones universe is just crushing it for HBO and probably always will. And we'll get to the finale breakdown in a couple episodes, but that should get us caught up in the big stuff that happened this week. Um, tell you guys the stuff that I've been watching, the big one that I've been dying to talk about is called Wild Babies, and it's on Netflix. And it's a <laughs> it's a natural geographic kind of creatures in the wild and the little tiny little tiny baby creatures and how they're how each kind of animal is different as they grow and how they're birthed and how they're Cared for by their parents, and my daughter loves it. So, wow. anybody's got a two-year-old out there, and you're tired of watching Coco, Melon, and Bluey, uh, Wild Babies on Netflix. It's so it's not bad.
1: When you first mentioned it, I thought it was either going to be a sequel to like Baby Geniuses, which there is no for no Baby Geniuses too, or it was going to be like a Wild Hogs. Sure, sequel where yeah. it's like now like they have kids or something like that.
0: Yeah. No. It's just it's just real shots of real animals out in the wild, and it's cute. They're so cute. There's a really disturbing scene where little baby sea turtles are all trying to get to the to the water from the sand before they get eaten, and it's really sad. And my two-year-old did not love that part. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, beyond that, yeah, that's tough. I couldn't sleep last night, so I went and saw Black Adam in theaters by myself. Nice. <laughs> has anybody have y'all seen it yet? I haven't
1: gotten a chance. I've been traveling, so I'm trying to see it this weekend.
0: I will not ruin it for you then. It is a lot. I, I very much enjoyed it. Kyle's spoiler-free review, it is far from the worst DC movie, and it's not very close to the best DC movie, but I had a really, really great time watching it. The two best parts of the movie are spoiled by the trailer and by The Rock on the red carpet. And that's <laughs> kind of tough. that he He ruined the two best parts of the movie. Uh, which we can talk about maybe after everybody's watched it. But it's lots of fun, and people are saying it's the best superhero movie in a long, long time, and that's not true, but it is (laughs) probably the second best superhero movie of the year. Um, I think it's close. So, yeah, I very much enjoyed Black Adam. It is a fun turn-your-brain-off, watch some crazy CGI fights, and watch The Rock be awesome, because he's awesome.
1: How did Pierce Brosnan do his Dr.
0: Fate? He was fine. He was much better than I thought he was going to be. Okay. His character was really cool. They did a very good job with him, actually.
1: That's what I was uh, excited and worried about specifically for that movie because I think Dr. Fate is a really cool character that you could do pretty dumb if, if
0: you weren't careful about it. They made it really cool. Hawkman was pretty cool. The way they did Cyclone was really interesting. I'm not a big fan of people who just run fast. Um, So someone who spins fast like I wasn't real fired up to see Uh, that They did a really good job at that The probably worst part of the movie is Adam Smasher because he looks like Deadpool but has the powers of Ant-Man and is also bad so (laughs) Outside of that though um, Yeah outside of Adam Smasher and The last 20 minutes or so of the movie It's a it's a really fun ride. It's enjoyable. It's definitely watchable. I would go see Black Adam um, If you get the chance Okay, Drew Allen, what have you been watching, man?
2: Uh, I've got a couple from Kyle Cox's spooky list of horror films that oh, he yeah? sent out. Have you released that to the Twitter sphere? I think our, our listeners deserve that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I did or not. That's a good point. I didn't do
2: it. Uh, but on that list, uh, for sure, was Oculus. And I ended up watching this for real. I said I was going to. I sat down to watch it. Then the lights started flickering in my house and all my animals started barking. And I have two cats, which is really confusing. Uh, I was horrified throughout this whole movie. This is such a great horror movie. And I'll go out and I'll even like knock it down a peg because I don't like the movie device of everything you see is not real. Because then you can just show something and it not be real a second later and then it is real and it's just like, okay, when do you when when can I pay attention? When when am I allowed sure. to believe what I'm saying? does this matter? Yeah. However, this movie is so good. I actually loved how they used it in this movie. And
0: I'm so glad to hear that. That's yeah, great.
2: It has the greatest version of a jump scare that's not a jump scare. Uh Kyle, do you remember when Little Timbo, which the only other knock I have on this movie is the fact that the kid's nickname is Timbo, and I hate that with The Passion of a Thousand Sons. Not great. But when he opens the office and his dad's sitting in the dark and you see the mirror woman over his shoulder and she like floats back into the darkness, that is the most beautiful version of a jump scare I've ever seen. Not cheap at all. Yeah. Does the same effect without... Coming across like, oh, I just put a loud noise in your ears. Sure, yeah. So it won me over in that single instance. And I I think you said it was Karen Jillian's best movie, and I would have to agree with you there. It just all around, Perfect. full marks, uh, two thumbs way up for Oculus.
0: I'm so glad you liked it. I'm so, yeah. I really thought you would. It's a very good movie. It's very scary, but it's very good. Right. That Mike Flanagan, he's got something. He's got the shine.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. The other movie... I watched, which I don't even know how to recommend. I don't know what my rating is on this one. Have y'all seen Midsommar? Yes. That is the most unsettling movie. Yes. And I don't go to the theater to be unsettled. (laughs) But if that's how you get your rocks off, this is the perfect movie for you. Because this is the most beautifully shot movie I've seen in a long time. It's really well acted. It's They... It's it's so beautifully shot, but they also put in a bunch of dark things, and they're not afraid to go really dark. That you get kind of these really, I, I don't know. It, it flavors the 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 what is overall a really bright movie. Like it, it takes place in the sunlight, like almost always, yeah. which is also right. unsettling. It's yeah. like they they do this almost documentary style approach to the most un these most surrealistic environment ever and i think it's a movie if you watch it 12 times you'll still pick up on more foreshadowing more layers more stuff at one point a character gets killed off screen and they never show you that you just at one point hear screaming off in the distance from a very unsettling
0: is a great way of putting it that movie is very unsettling
2: so it's like i i i can't help but i feel like i have to recommend it because it's such a well done movie it's like the most beautiful version of a movie that takes me to a place. I don't want to go, <laughs> <laughs> but as somebody who like loves that. movie I I have to recommend it because it's so well-made. Um,
0: that same director, uh, did hereditary. And that is, okay. It, it blends that sort of like, this is very creepy and I'm very unsettled. Also with the most shocking horror stuff I've ever seen. Uh, so yes. I don't know if that is in your bag or not, but it is Harry Astor is his name. He's great. Okay. I'll, and I'll, Florence Pugh does a great job in that movie. Yeah.
2: The, the Flo Pugh. I think this was like her first big thing to hit the screen. Um, and I think in the next, uh, it'll be probably 20 years before I work on the courage to watch Hereditary. Um, sure, that's fair. Now that I know it's by the same guy, but I guess I'm excited. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I'm so glad you watched both those. That's great. Mm-hmm.
2: But that's what wrapped up my, my movie-watching uh, season this week. Crawford, is there anything you want to add on to the Now Streaming app? Yeah,
1: so the one big one that I watched that I wanted to talk about was I got to watch RRR with Kyle. <laughs> Yes. And it was so awesome. I was not ready for how awesome it was going to be. You I know we've talked about it on this podcast already. I know it's come highly recommended. Um, it's a daunting task to watch a three and a half hour long epic, uh, all in a different language and just
2: <laughs> three different languages, I, right? It was like filmed in Taiwan and translated to something else. And then English dubbed. Sure. So oh, okay. I, <laughs>
1: I also, I mean, th- that comment that I just made though, is not the first time it happened watching that movie where I had to pause and go, okay, what's happening right now? Because I, I got lost in the sauce at some point. <laughs> and, uh, but it was a very, very fun night. One of the most more memorable movie watching experiences I've had in a while. So that was partly uh, friendship and it was partly awesome movie action. So <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: Isn't that what that movie is? It's friendship and awesome movie action all yeah. in one. Yeah, <laughs>
2: It's pure spectacle
0: for four yes. hours I almost think it's worth an entire episode by itself but also I don't know I don't know what we do we just be like this scene was great this scene was also great <laughs> this scene was also great it would just be that for 30 minutes We'd be like yeah great movie great, awesome
2: I, I also think you could do an entire podcast just around this movie Every every pod is like three minutes of the movie you break down in great detail there's just so much movie in that movie
1: yeah, but that was all uh, that I was really watching and I wanted to report on. Uh, but thank you for tuning into our Now Streaming episode. Stay tuned as we are getting ready for the spookiest holiday of the year with Halloween coming up as we break down all the scary movies in a classic Not the Podcast You Deserve bracket coming up right after this.